the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Blue Throne's new partnership model just received an $85 million credit line and now allows you, app creators, with product market fit to stay in the game and not sell your entire business. And you still get to enjoy the excitement of scaling through Blue Throne's advanced SDK technology, publishing network, and their specialized scale team. Look, growing your app beyond a certain point all by yourself is almost impossible. Trust me, I've scaled a lot faster by teaming up with others. Because your beloved baby, your app, must mature and transform into a company. Blue Throne's new partnership model is better than any VC investment because it gives you cash in hand, your life back, and the right to see your app adopted by millions while making millions. Learn more by going to bluethrone.io. That once again is bluethrone.io. Got an app idea that you think will be the next unicorn, but you don't know what to do next? Well, with more than 15 years of experience creating software, b7dev.com can help you out. Schedule a free one-hour call by going to b7dev and let them know that Steve sent you. That, once again, is b7dev.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young. Welcome to our weekly Friday YouTube live streams. And today we're going to talk about the complete app funnel from all the way from growth to activation to engagement to really what works in trying to get your users to subscribe to your app. Without further ado, we're going to have Hannah Parvaz on the show. Let's welcome her in. And I think I'm screwing everything up. Hi. Hannah Barber, she's the founder of Aperture, a multi-award-winning marketer. She's been marketer of the year. She's a coach, mentor. She's been spoken at internationally for tons of app growth. And I'm super excited to have her on. We just released our Indie Heroes video that we spent an hour together on Thursday, just yesterday, if you're just watching this live. So definitely check that out. There's a lot of great content around email marketing. Hannah, welcome back. Hi, thank you so much for having me. And every single time I'm like, whoa, those animations at the beginning are so slick. You've done a really good job with those. <laughs> thank you for having me. It's Just a pleasure as always to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. Well, Hannah, I know you work with a lot of great clients and you, you know, you know your stuff when you're first engaging with the client and they're, they just want to focus more on the growth. What do you like to dissect? Where do you like to start? Really good question. And I think the very first thing that I do when I know we're just diving straight in here. Um, the very first thing that I do whenever I'm starting to work with a company is I make sure really that everyone understands what growth is. So if someone mm. says to me, I want to work on the growth, I say, what does growth mean? Because a lot of the time, uh, um, 
grow your business. A lot of the time here, companies think that growth is just about kind of top of funnel marketing. And it's about, you know, just acquisition or just awareness or these kinds of things. But actually what growth is, is, I mean, growth is based on the growth mindset by, by, you know, by Carol Dweck. And that Mm -hmm. is all about just learning and progressing and experimenting and learning from your failures and moving fast. So when we're thinking about growth, like the very first thing we do is we think growth is a team sport. This is not one person that's responsible for this. Everybody is responsible for growth. So once that's out of the way and we understand product rolls into growth, marketing rolls into growth, customer service, everything should be rolling into this growth experimentation mindset. Um, Once that's out of the way, then we start to talk about our customers. So what are our customers really looking for? Who are they? And this isn't just for the personas, you know, this isn't just to look at, you know, this person is 47 and lives in this place and does are what they're excited about. language uh we start to map out different experiments and then from there we go on to metrics <laughs> i could talk about this all day so feel yeah. free to jump in whenever we identify metrics yeah. um to look at so what's our north star metric what are our you know key drivers what are the most important elements that we can impact and then we focus on one of those at a time so that could be acquisition so acquisition could be our lever for growth and that the, the the lever that we want to experiment on at the moment. Uh, and then we'd go into what are the different things that we can do to impact on, on that specific lever. Yeah. You know, I, I like to do this too. When I'm working with clients, I like to look at the entire funnel. So how many downloads do you get per day? What is the activation? This is, I'm specifically talking about subscription apps, but how many trial exactly. activations do you get? What is the breakdown between yearly, monthly, quarterly, whatever their plans are? And then how many of the trial activations turn into paying customers? And so I'm kind of mm-hmm. looking at that first and foremost, and then kind of figuring out, okay, there's a gap here. There's a gap here, according to industry standards. Is that how you like to operate too, Hannah? Yeah, partially for sure. It's really important to know the full funnel, no bench, you know, industry specific benchmarks for your for your subscription apps you know different types of apps are going to perform differently so you can't really compare to two dramatically different apps benchmarks um, but yeah when we when we can identify an area for improvement then that that helps us really you know if we can identify the area we'll... all right Let's see if she catches up. Anna, there's some internet issues going on <laughs> in your London flat. <laughs> uh, I can't, the audio cut out too, just FYI. All right. Okay. I can talk slowly if that's helpful. <laughs> yeah, I think it's um, is it back? I might switch off yeah. Melon. Let's see how it goes. It seems to mm-hmm. cause some internet issues there. But I kind of missed a little bit, but maybe we can get into, I know you had a great success with the client you're working with right now in terms of growth. Can you, without giving away too many secrets, can you share what you can share with what worked with that client? Yeah. So, I mean, at the moment I'm working with a bunch of different subscription apps, uh, as well as some uh, free apps that monetize in different ways. So with one uh, company in particular, 
we've applied a full growth process to, and by growth process, I mean ex full experimentation framework for ideation, for uh, you know validating ideas, for advertising, and use this process mm. across the across the board for everything from product to sending Instagram DMs to people. You know, so with them, we've actually over, we had kind of quite ambitious growth targets set out in terms of number of installs, number of subscriptions and so on. And actually we ended 2020 um, with this process, which we can go into more 52% um, up on our most ambitious, on our most ambitious growth goals, which was really, really exciting um, and has put us in a really good position going into the new year. And it's also meant that we've got all of these learnings from last year coming into this year. Um, right. So a big part of what we're working on with that company is performance marketing. So running ads mm. across social media and from all of our learnings, we, and also, you know, from knowing that January is the cheapest month, from knowing that this is the type of product that will work well in a January because it's about self-improvement. Mm. It's about, you know, it, it ties really nicely into that. So for January, we have actually stopped all testing on our ads because we have identified three specific campaigns that we know works dramatically. So for the month of January, we've turned off all ads to focus on getting as much acquisition as possible. And our biggest problem with this is going to be explaining why January was so unbelievably good, <laughs> which is just down to, you know, costs being so cheap in January. Uh, and then February, mm. obviously, we'll have a tail off in terms of CPM buying and so on. So I'll yeah, dig but, a little bit deeper. What are those three <laughs> specific types? Are you able to share anything? Three specific types of campaigns. Um, they're all on Meta. So one of them is a prospecting campaign. Uh, one of them is a retarget. And then another is just going down this route, um, which actually developed on organic social media. So this was something that was being tested on organic social media via stories. We were seeing really good uplift on stories. So we thought, mm. let's try this in ads. And it's just really blown up in the ads. Um, which is really, really awesome. And yeah, really happy to see those results. So just playing around with those three main campaigns, which we know perform really well now, and then reallocating budgets between them, turning off some bits that are you know not performing quite as well as they were or saturating slightly because there's a bunch of creatives between these. Uh, and then once yeah. we start to see costs increase again in potentially the end of January, beginning of February, then we're already ready to start testing again. We've already got the campaigns built. We've got new channels like ready to be tested and so on. So we've kind of created a... That cost per install. Did I break up again? Yeah, you did. So I'm going to break it down a little uh, bit too with what the other two, just to recap a little bit. Cool. So you got the activation, the sourcing, the prospecting campaign, you got the retargeting, and then a story ad yeah, that you found out that was working well on organic. You're going to throw it into an ad and it's really performing well. The story yeah, ad. Yep. So we've structured a whole campaign around that with multiple variations of this story format that was working super, super well. Um, and now we're just kind of generating new versions of this with slightly different copy variations, just adding those in, uh, but not testing any creative directions so far for the whole month, which, you know, and we're having the best month ever. So it's cool. <laughs> 
Is it like a graphical story ad or is it a video story ad? It's a static screenshots style story ad of a push notification. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I like it. You know, mm-hmm. one of the best push yeah, notifications super simple. I've, Go on. I've seen is be real. I mean, when they ask uh-huh. you to enable a push notification, I think that it, they did a phenomenal job on, on that mm-hmm. too. And the push notification that they send itself, you know, the, the enabling section, but also the push notification that they send, you know, with the two yellow triangle yeah, alerts, yeah. you know, it's so urgent that I think it's brilliant. Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big be realer um, right now. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, the, the question I get often, Hannah, is like, what kind of budget should I start out with? Do you have a, a test budget that you like to always start off with? That's a very good question. And there isn't a real kind of strict answer to that because it really the product, it really depends on what your costs, you know, what how much you're willing to spend to test and also what the cost of your product is. And so a good way to calculate it rather is uh, this following formula, which is if you need to basically to run any ad set, you need to get 50 conversions in the first seven days of running this ad set. So let's say you're optimizing for install. You would need to get 50 installs attributed to that campaign in the first seven or the ad set in the first seven days. And so let's say your cost. That's part 50 Hannah. installs at five pounds. If you install it in the and, first seven days and then you kind of cut out a little bit. Okay. If you're getting 50, you would need to get 50 installs in the first seven days. Not sure what's going on with the internet, but thanks for bearing with. And then you would times it by your target cost per install. So let's say that's five pounds. So 50 mm-hmm. times five for the test. So you'd get 250 pounds or four dollars for the test. Then you divide that by seven. So because there's seven days in a week, obviously, and then that would be your daily budget. So 250 divided by seven is 35. So if that was the case, then you would need to get spend $35 a day uh, for your for your campaign to get learnings um, on that ad set. So that, you know, 250 quid. Um, if you wanted to optimize further down the funnel, let's say you're optimizing for a purchase, you would need let's and let's say you're let's say you're optimizing for your purchase and that purchase was costing you 50 pounds, then you'd need to do it in the same way. So 50 times 50, 2,500, you know, divided by seven. So 350 pounds a day then. I'm not an expert in this and I'm going to rely on you on this. It looks like an M, do you have a preferred MMP? And then I'll have a follow-up question off of that. Yeah, I have, um, I've worked on many different MMPs and tr- <laughs> and tried to implement some and not as been as successful. The one that I tend to use more uh, is AppsFire because that's the one I've historically used since 2016, I think, 2016-17. So from, you know, a really long time. Yeah, this is AppsFire. It's, it, it, definitely does the job it's definitely an upgrade on several other different solutions which i'm not going to name or anything but yeah it's a it's a great platform um now now i feel like this has turned into a 
advertising <laughs> for apps no, but this is a this is a great yeah it's a great mmp and i've, I've been using it for a long time and have had few issues mm-hmm. yeah it's almost like it's necessary like the, the, the some of my bigger clients they don't even have mmp it's like it's almost a necessity these days if you're looking to run ads right and if you mm-hmm. kind of agree like yeah and so the follow-up is you correct me if I'm wrong, but are you, you said I can now start optimizing. I know with IDFA and iOS 14, we weren't able to optimize for conversion or trial activation, but are things changing now with scan 4.0? So it's, it's yes and no. So, Mm -hmm. and I'll explain why that's yes and no. So we were always able to optimize for conversion um, with any of the IDFA changes um, since nearly two years ago now, we've always been able to optimize for conversion. It has been the post back windows. So previously, after install, there's been a window with up to 48 hours where you can get events back. And the thing is with subscription apps, the majority of all of your conversions, all of your trial conversions happen in the first two minutes of downloading the app. So actually, whenever you're thinking about it like that, when you're thinking about it like that, that happens two minute, the first two minutes after downloading is within the first 48 hours. So you're able to optimize for things previously that happened within that first 48 hours. So like a trial, but if you have a seven day free trial, you wouldn't be able to then see the purchase coming through, like or the trial conversion or the you know potentially a cancellation if that happens after the first 48 hours. So we were kind of always able to. Um, the thing has been that if you do not have um the att pop up you won't be able to see those events post install events um coming through because you won't be able to basically pass back any idfas so then you wouldn't be able to but if you are requesting um you know if you have the att pop up firstly and the facebook sdk for example you'll be able to see some of that but then if you're using an mmp you should in theory be able to get all of that track that all, all of that back regardless of whether or not you have the att pop up uh because the mmps don't track they measure <laughs> yeah and so measuring is totally fine um supposedly within within the constraints within scan 4.0 that you just mentioned the biggest change within that is that there's now a post back much much later on so that means basically mm-hmm. that you will be able to see those trial con- what she meant to say is conversions faster and sooner yeah did i break up there if the trials yeah, are seven days long or 14 days long then you'll be able to get getting a bit bit more back to normality and the way things were previously but still not still not as much clarity or anything like that but yeah it's definitely a glimmer of hope i love it okay i do want to say some hi to some people angelina this is my favorite comment of the day my favorite time of the day good morning steve good morning to you if it is morning over there wherever you're at angelina where are you luke what's happening brother yash rudy in power, hey. I think this is Roz, but how you guys doing? And then first here, Kevin's here, Miguel's here, and then DSD group says, hi, Steve, thumbna- thumbnail maker. Is it a good idea to make an app? Hannah, hi. <laughs> is it a good idea to make an app? A, thumb- a thumbnail, thumbnail maker. maker? 
I'm not sure yeah. what thumbnail maker is. Maybe that's some kind of it's like a crazy YouTube video. Heard, but it's a YouTube thumbnail. thumbnail maker. Yeah, I see it pretty big on the um, Android side of things. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, that could be good. That could be good, especially for TikTok because you can put in your own thumbnails there. But I am not producing much video content, so it might be more for you, Steve, to answer that one. <laughs> <laughs> Look, DSD, I'm coming out with a brand new video about app ideas and how to pre-win, make money. I would do the market research. It's hard to say just one idea is a good idea. Do the market research. If there's volume for it, you can rank for it and you have a, a good complete funnel. It's always a good idea, right? It's all about the funnel. That's why I wanted to bring Hannah on to talk about the entire funnel. It's, it's about the... It's about the execution and it's about knowing your customer as well. So, you know, some terrible ideas have become millions and billions of dollars worth just because of the execution and the way that it's being branded and communicated. So a thumbnail maker could be the next big thing. Totally. It just requires knowing your customer. Exactly. Adrian, from, hello from Ireland. Adrian, I'm coming out to London end of March for App Promotion Summit. Hey. I'm going to be doing a speaking thing there. And then we're going to do a workshop right afterwards. So stay tuned for that. Waruna has a question, a little bit off topic, but is it a good idea? Is it good to put a related voice record in an app onboarding? So I'm assuming, assuming he's asking like, should we voice over the onboarding process? Um, if the question is, should we voice over the onboarding process? Um, I don't think it. I, I haven't done that before, <laughs> really. I've had videos in yeah. onboarding processes, but not just had, you know, voiceover of the text. Um, I've worked on apps, of course, that we've had accessibility features, which these things can be read out uh, and so on. I don't see any problem with having that as a toggle. Obviously, I wouldn't have that as a compulsory having to listen, because when we think mm. about people going through onboarding, we think about them, you know, they've just downloaded an app potentially sat on the toilet or in a meeting or something and they don't probably want to have a loud <laughs> a compulsory loud voice you know talking through everything <laughs> but definitely <laughs> design for design for sound on and off that's the way i like it you have to keep that in your mind while we're on the MMP topic, George. Hey, Steve. So if I have an MMP in my app, I can see the analytics even if the user does not loud the ATT request? Well, the good thing, Anna, is um, I have no idea. So yes and no. Again, depending on the MMP, first of all. So it depends on the MMP. And... Angelina's in Colorado. You, okay, good. You should be able. You should be able to see. You know. You. <laughs> back to Facebook. <laughs> Sorry, Anna. We missed most of that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Don't know what's happening. I haven't had this issue before. But um, with MMPs, with AppSpire or Adjust or most good MMPs, you should be able to see that within the MMP dashboard. Yeah. Got it. Love it. All right. Uh, I heard about the app flyer. Yeah. App flyer. A lot of people use apps flyer. You know, we have relationships with everybody. So I'm trying to be nice to everybody, but yes. Totally. Uh, Preston, what's up, dude? Good to see you. And then Waruna said, thanks a lot. Cool. Let's see. Oh, I have one more question. I'll move on. Reed says, what are the best push notification companies that you work with? 
to set to send to fulfill the push notifications. So there are a lot of really great platforms, and there's a lot even emerging nowadays. Um, the one that I usually have worked with, um, the one I've usually worked with, I like platforms that don't just do push notifications. I want ones that can do emails as well, so I can set up a full kind of CRM flow and in-app messages. So I'm usually using Customer.io, but there are a lot of incredible platforms like Clavio. Braze, um, Vero, there are many, many, and they all come with their pros and cons. Um, but yeah, I've been using Customario lately. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I like that. Clavio, one of our clients works with Clavio. It's really cool. Like you can set up a lot of funnels. What Hannah says, find something that can do email marketing too, because then you can have the entire funnel. You can do a push email. It's pretty cool setup that you can get through Mm -hmm. yeah and it's really nice to just be able to drag and drop like this and just pull them around it's kind of you know it's kind of like building your flow on squarespace but for for notifications it's really nice oh i like that reed says hannah turn off your router on and off (laughs) that's a that's the solution to everything just turn it on turn it off we're gonna lose her tether from my phone Yeah. All right, Preston's here. How do you feel about one signal? I feel positively about one signal. <laughs> it's a good platform. Um, <laughs> I feel very positively push, about right? like, them. We don't want to pick one. Yeah, they do email and push. Yeah, they've got a great team. Um, they do great socks uh, for their clients as well. So if you need some socks, they'll hook you I'll up. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say, look, People ask for like email marketing software. You can have to try out a few, but a lot, I think to Anna's point, it's as long as they have push email, they can do multi-channel, then it is the way mm-hmm. to go. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to save some of these other questions. Hannah, one thing I wanted to also talk about is activating users. So you get that download, your, your three ad types and campaign types are working really well. What's the best process that you found to be activating users to get them to either use it or activate that trial? Good question. So the very first thing to bear in mind with activation is again, understanding your customer. And so it really depends on what your ads are to be able to onboard them properly and activate them properly too. And, you know, and every step of the funnel. So when we think about the ads, we should be also thinking about what does the app store listing or the play store listing say too to help them be activated and help them be and help them be educated uh, coming coming into the product. So, you know, I always spend a lot of time making sure people understand the app store listing, including going out onto the street and showing people the app store listing and saying, what do you think this app does? Uh, to try and understand how much people comprehend, uh, we give them a comprehension score, and then you know, and then work on building that up so that people can understand the app straight away in the messaging that we're using. In terms of you know, post install, what are we doing? We're making sure that again, this message is continued throughout the onboarding. There are a bunch of tips and tricks that you can do, like with that kind of initial download and onboarding flow from your ads, mm-hmm. especially where since. September-ish, you can now link your ads with custom product pages. So you can actually have a super link flowing in. So let's say you're working on a radio app, like a radio app or a podcasting app. You can have a product 
page listing about a specific channel or about a specific artist or about a specific you know topic and then bring people in deep link that through to an onboarding flow which is about that specific topic opening into specific content all within the same app and that's crazy that gives us a lot of flexibility with these things um with the onboarding uh but in terms of you know someone's created an account maybe they've started uh to use the app or they haven't started to use the app how do we how do we get them to that point so in terms of activation you've probably heard Steve like hard active and soft active and things like that thrown around and probably everyone here has and like what those things mean like hard active <laughs> You know, lots of people think yeah. hard active is like, okay, now they've purchased or now they've started using it, but how do we actually measure that? So there's a, you know, a core action that someone can do in your app. So that could be, you know, let's say it's a, a streaming service. Like it, the core action could be watching something or listening to a song or, you know, reading a piece of content or, you know, educating themselves in some way. So at some point this and this should be a repetitive action they should do this a certain number of times and between doing it zero and one times got it doing it one and two there will be a smaller drop off two and three even smaller three and four even smaller and so on and at some point, that drop-off will become very, very nominal. And at that point, are you hard activated? And this is often around you know, seven times something's happened or 10 times something's happened. So activation, and if anyone is interested in this, like feel free to add me on LinkedIn or anything. We can talk about it more in depth later because it helps to kind of visualize. I could have drawn a graph or something. But um at that then activation is about how can we get people to that point as fast as possible so and make sure that they get to that point so then we've got techniques like sending push notifications like we've just been speaking about sending emails educating people adding in tool tips to the app and so on and making sure that all of that is seamless that people can understand it all that we're prompting people to get through to that so at the moment i'm working on a bunch of different crm flows for example, uh, with Customer.io, with OneSignal, with CleverTap, with multiple different platforms all at the same time um, with different companies. Yeah. And when we're thinking about it, you know, it's really exciting. I'm working at the moment on the CRM flow of a non-subscription app for the, for the first time in a while. Um, I'm always working on subscription apps. So it's been really nice to work on a non-subscription app and think about the engagement and and the streaks and these free features and so on too. Um, but, you know, we think about them like a tree. So someone signs up, they get a welcome email and maybe a push notification a few minutes later. What happens after that? They've either done an action or not done an action or done a trial or not done a trial. So based on both of these things, then there's two states. So with each of these states, then someone will get different messaging and someone will, you know, let's say it's taking out a trial. Someone will take out a trial and then let's say this is a content app. They've taken out a trial and then they've either listened or not listened. So then they will get different columns based on whether they've listened or not listened. Um, and then mm -hmm. if they haven't taken out a trial, they would get different columns based on whether they've listened or not listened. Then if they ever do take out a trial, they'd go into this flow again, but they'd bypass listened or like if they have listened, then they would 
would get that comms and so on. So it's it's great. Like I've I've worked on lots of flows like this, and especially you know for subscription apps, this it can be imperative. At, you know, boosting up subscription numbers. I've email. You know, a lot of people are talking about email as if that isn't really a thing anymore. But I feel like email you know, is. A lot of people are saying, you know, email marketing is dead, and no way. Email marketing for me is such a big opportunity for community building and brand building, and getting to know your customers and understanding what kind of messaging is working. And as well as that, you know, educating your customers, getting new sales, bringing people in, providing value in so many different ways. Like if you're just sending an email for the sake of sending an email, then you shouldn't be sending it. You should always be providing value, and you know. And that value could just be a friendly face or a friendly tone of voice, you know, over, and I've got off activation now. Um, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> I'm about to tell another story. Uh, I'll save that story. Um, but yeah, it's it's super important, you know, to build up your tone of voice within this and, and let people connect to you and feel like they can reply as well. Yeah, completely agree. If you think email marketing is dead, I got a call. Got sound effect for you. That is absolutely wrong. No, <laughs> Hannah, we, we I'm working with a client and I was like, we couldn't get people to actually pay. So think of like a better like book a session, right? And you could do a subscription mm-hmm. or you can just book a one time. And we're like, what's going on? Maybe there's just too much. So the flow is you pick, you find somebody that you like a therapist that you want to connect with, and then you book a time with them. And then there's all these hurdles I felt like to get there. And so we found that a quiz was working well right? People are filling out this quiz and feeling like which therapy thing is best for them because they have so many type of like modal modules or whatever. Anyways, net net, we sent an email and said, Hey, here's, you know, 50% off your first promo, 48 hour sale, get booked. We'll match you up with somebody after you fill out this quiz, we'll match you up with the right person. This sort of VIP concierge thing. Cause for me, while working with this client, cause it's so early, I'm just trying to get sales in. I'm just trying to prove the model. I think they've done mm-hmm. a good job on the supply side, having these therapists, but the demand side, I just felt like you pick for me, like better help picks for me. I was like, just pick for me. And so we're trying to test mm-hmm. that with these promos and we're able to get four sales, which, you know, in the beginning there's, I just want a non-zero number. I mean, more than mm-hmm. one, ideally, but we got four sales out of that one email. So I don't think email marketing is nice. dead at it. No way. Another client, we were testing out an ad platform. And so we were talking about like multiple revenues. And we just said, here's our top, like it was a pickleball app, but like here's our top pickleball stuff on Amazon. And we just wanted to see if people would buy stuff from us as an, so we were an officially an affiliate for Amazon. So if they bought anything, we would get paid. And that brought in revenues too. And I'm like, okay, now there's something here. If you want to build out a shop, you know, I like to test things out using like, the cheapest way possible and then if there's something mm-hmm. there and build it like totally. email marketing really cheap channel email is amazing to test out different things as well at the moment i'm working with some companies and one of you know before building features for example it's send out send out an email that says you know oh this feature is coming click here to access it and see how many people click the button you know and then have it load a blog post that says oh whoops but this was an accident you know no one's gonna <laughs> And if people complain, that's great. Like, let them yeah. complain. Let them want this feature. Um, yes. If people are excited enough about a feature to complain, then accelerate it. You know, pri- reprioritize and get that one in sooner. Because that the most amazing thing is when people complain about something that's missing, so that you know. I love it. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Waruna, I hope I'm saying your name right. What do you think about in-app notifications instead of push notifications? I don't think about in-app notifications without thinking about push notifications, first of all. So I wouldn't, you know, try to do, I would never be like, I'm not going to send push notifications and I'm just going to send in-app notifications. If I had to pick one, unfortunately, I'd pick push notifications if I was forced. Um, but with in-app notifications and in-app messaging, there's a huge opportunity there. And that's definitely a huge part of all of the CRM flows that I'm working on. Um, you know, if someone does a key action or if someone refers a friend or if someone does something, you know, reward them, tell them about it in the app. If someone's not managed to find something in the app yet, send them an in-app notification. Like we should be using in-app notifications to guide people to places and also to and also to handhold with them. Um, so yeah, Headway do an incredible job um, with in-app notifications and pop-ups and all kinds of different things and there are so many simple ways to do them as well like maybe your crm system doesn't provide them but you can build custom ones in like this or you can use zendesk or intercom to show notifications like show messages that people can interact with and or and so on so there's lots of ways to kind of test it out and hack around it um yes to, to find a solution but i i do th i do think of them I do think of them differently. Obviously, like push notifications are often to get people in and in-app notifications are to help guide people to the place that they should be. Yeah. I mean, it's not either or. It's an, it's an and. So, mm -hmm. all right. Abarish says, when launching an MVP, the main concern is how to interact with clients with limited features. Any tips on that? How to optimize funnel at that time? When you're so early, maybe you feel like you have limited features. How would you go about optimizing for that? So it really depends on what we're like, what exactly we're trying to optimize. First of all, the very first thing is just understanding the customers. So it's not, you know, we shouldn't be thinking all the time of how does this app work? How do you interact with this app? It's when it's very early, it should all be, why are you interacting with this app? What are you trying to get from this app? What are you trying to learn? What have been your alternate solutions? What did you do instead? If this went away, what would you do now? And understanding these things will help us understand what we should be building um, beyond, you know, what's, you know, what's how someone, how this one person uses your app. Like look for trends across people's psychology and their kind of desired outcomes and needs uh, and then build for that first if it's super early and then how you would apply that to optimizing the funnel. You know, all of that, information that you get from those conversations goes into messaging into you know so therefore you know into your onboarding flows the messages that you're sending there the email the copy that you're writing in there your ads as well to bring people in further um so yeah that's that's the very first thing to do focus on psychology focus on the why rather than the how i love that one thing I would say, Ambrish, I feel very passionate about this. So you might hear the fashion coming out. So be careful. There's a beast inside of me. Look, I feel like if you have limited features, I don't care. To Hannah's point in the very beginning was like, I want people pissed off, right? I, If you feel like you built a good app, that there's a real need in the market for this, app downloads are coming in hot. They're looking at your app store presence. They're looking at your shots. They're making sure that you're valuable enough to be on my phone on their phone. So they're coming in high. I'm not concerned. I would do a hard paywall 
And I would see what that activation rate is. Our paywall, it just means there's no X on the paywall, either get out or sign up for a trial, right? And I want to test that because if you have limited features, then people will cancel quickly. And then you know that you have a limited features problem. If they don't, and you're getting, Hannah's reported back like 50, 60% of the trial activation subscribing, we get on average 40%, but if you're getting like 50, 60%, then you got... Your product's good enough. And so you don't need to worry about that. I, I feel so passionate about this because I feel like developers continually build new features thinking that the features will drive growth. And I don't feel like it's that. It's that. Like if, if yeah. you're, you know, the reason why I go hard paywall is like, is my app a painkiller or a vitamin? Because is there a real need for my app idea? If there is, people should activate. If they cancel, then I have a problem with content and providing more content. My take. Love that. And yeah, you're so right. I mean, with with developers, I was actually just talking to a developer yesterday about this and they've been working on this developer has been working on a lot of their own products at the moment and working out and testing lots of ideas. And they actually said verbatim to me, the only times I'm finding success is when I'm spending the, the same amount of time on distribution as I am on development. And I, and I said, what's distribution then? And he said, marketing. Yes. <laughs> and I, I'm just like so sickened by the fact that developers would spend seven, ten thousand dollars a month on mar- like their development when the app is already good. It has good reviews. There's good content. There's already money coming into mm-hmm. the door. I'm like, why are you spending more money on making new features? You're, when I look at your downloads, you need to increase that. When I look at your paywall yeah. activations, you need to increase that. Like, stop wasting money. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Yeah, if you've got good retention, you know, work on work on that paywall. You know, there's a lot of great platforms that you can use now, like Purchasely, for example, to help you optimize your paywall and do lots of tests on there and move it around to different points in the funnel. They will give you templates, like work on those kind of key things um, before, you know, trying to rebuild, like reinvent the wheel, you know. Yeah, I love it. Ricardo agrees. Email marketing helps users come back to my app. I send out daily motivation in the email, or at least I try to get it out daily. And then Ricardo, you know, Hannah, we're going to clip that email marketing tip. But she said, look, it's Hannah from Curio. And, you know, like it's it's Ricardo from Subgrow. And you want to build that sort of relationship with your users. So that tone of voice becomes easy, like a friend emailing you versus a company emailing you too. All right. And that it. We're going to take a look at your app. Man, I have so many things to make better after hearing all this, but there are so many hours in the day. <laughs> it's true. There are only so many hours in one day. And that's why the focus profit is so important. That's at the very beginning, I was talking about finding like the area, your biggest lever. So that could be activation or acquisition or retention or or something else. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, focus on just one of those at a time until you're happy with it and then move on Mm. because otherwise it's you know you're like a dog chasing cars like you can't do anything when you're trying to do too many things at once just focus you know focus on acquisition do not think about what's happening when people come into the app for a while you know and then once you're happy with that then focus on activation don't try and do both unless you're a huge company with multiple teams don't try and focus on both of those things at the same time because you just won't make progress in either yeah. I think about it like this. It's like a step ladder, right? Like focus, act acquisition, chill, see what analyze the data that's flat, and then focus on something else and grow that. And then flat, grow. That's the way I think about it. You can't 
like Hannah said, I completely agree. You can't do both at the same time. Yeah, purchase lead, there's Superwall, there's Adapty, there's all these things. So yeah, <laughs> Ricardo, spend the money on App Masters. I like it. Thank you, brother. <laughs> I appreciate you. Well, Kevin's here from Vet Pocket. And Kevin, we're going to take a look at, oh, Hannah, favorite part of the mm -hmm. show. I, get, I see the questions down below, but we're going to get to the app audit side of things. And before every app audit, well, we like to have a dad joke. All right, Miss Anna, you want to go first or you want me to go first with a dad joke battle? Uh, well, did you, I'll go first um, with a fact. Did you know <laughs> that there is, a, <laughs> did you know that there's a kangaroo that can jump? Your audio cut out. Hopefully you don't spoil it. <laughs> did I? And yeah, okay, good. I didn't hear the ta I didn't hear the the joke part of it. So I lost okay. you when all I heard was, "Did you know that a kangaroo can jump?" And that's where we lost you. So please. Did you know that kangaroo? There's a kangaroo that can jump higher than the Empire State Building. No way. Buildings can't jump. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what a cliffhanger! <laughs> Buildings can't jump. What a cliffhanger! All right, I don't know what we're playing for, but we'll play for something. And why did the okay. chicken go to the gym? Why did why did the chickens go to the gym? Why did the chickens go to the gym? To work on his pecs. Whoops, too early. To work on his pecs. <laughs> <laughs> Put S if you thought my joke was better. Put H in the comments if you thought Hannah's joke was better. All right, Kevin, here oh. we go. We're going to take a look at your app. And Kevin's app is he wants help mm -hmm. with keyword organic search results and then maybe potentially ads. So okay. here's his app, number one veterinary app. See, I love this type of mm -hmm. stuff that are very like niche. I prefer, I think my personal opinion is mm. the riches are the niches. <laughs> I think that's a thing. That's how it goes. But yeah, I, I definitely feel like it's it's good. <laughs> I don't know. Afi, I know you're sense. looking at the score. <laughs> In England, <laughs> you say niche, um, niche rather than niche. So the riches are the <laughs> the niches or the riches. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you want us to have a look at your app store listing? Yeah. So, so you want organic keyword organic organic? Okay. So first things first. Um, whenever we're looking at the title here. Um, we can see it just says vet pocket. So when we're thinking about the title, we have 30 characters that we can use here and we're using nine of them um, at the moment. So there's a big opportunity there around, you know, 20-ish more, 21 more characters, 20 with a space where you can put very important keywords in there. So that could be vet, that could be you know, dog, that could be, you know, different things. Um, I'm not sure exactly what kind of word you're trying to rank for on this first view. Yeah. Got lost hand. Um, so that's the first thing. Same with the subtitle. We want to make sure that that's full of keywords too so and that these are keywords that people are searching for 
not sure if people are searching for veterinary, veter, veterinary um, or drug or I'm sure people are searching for calculator, but I would just check around all of those things. Then mm. um, in terms of the screenshots, then um, there's just so much information going on with some of these screenshots. So, you know, number one veterinary app, veterinary app. Um, I don't know why I'm struggling to say that word, but underneath the, yeah, the uh, subtitles underneath each of these on the, on the app store screenshots, it are not legible to me. So even if I was on my phone, that would probably be hard to read. So I would try to, you can also have up to 10 app store screenshots here. So bear that in mind, you know, you don't need to use all 10, but you might want to use six. Oh, you've got loads more, but you might want to use more of these and just uncrowd them a bit more. And when we're looking at these two, when we're thinking about the app store screenshots, we want to make sure that there are pains in there. So Steve was saying before, are you a painkiller vitamin? So like, are, what are the things that we're helping kill pain with here? Like, what are, what are mm -hmm. people struggling with in, and including those on the app store screenshots? You don't need to have a screenshot on your first screenshot. And when we're thinking about those two, always remember that you will see the first three screenshots together sometimes. So you can do nice flows between the first three. You may have to make sure that the first two work together at the same time as the first three working together. Because uh, there'll be sometimes where two are presented and sometimes where three are presented. And then the ones four to N do not need to necessarily be as congruent with the first three, but should still kind of make sense. Um, cool. Yeah. Joe said a vet app, but not a single animal photo in any screenshot. Yeah. That's a good point. Joe. Yeah. Good point. Animal. Yeah, it's true. And no, and people who like animals as well, like, like a lot of color so a lot of the time like colorful you know animal pictures how are we making this kind of more user-friendly and appealing to this so also there's really great ratings so how can we pull in some of this social proofing into those screenshots i know it says the number one veterinary app but, but is there any social proofing that we can add into this i'm uh even at the very end i'm working with one app at the moment who i'll give a shout out to called juno Mm -hmm. yeah but the last one which i looked at today is and i think that that's brilliant you know it looks great it's that got that nice extra bit of convincing um but yeah i would you know, I know your logo is black and white but you know maybe make adding a little bit more color into that um you know, there's, I've worked with many apps which are black and white and, it, you know, still making these more kind of more colorful because the screenshots themselves blend into the background. So you, it's actually quite hard to dis distinguish what is the screenshot to. Um, so some, some more contrast there, maybe a colored background. Yeah, as someone said, bring in animal pictures if you can um, and make more better use of the title and subtitle. That's Using true. cat in the screenshot will 10 extra downloads. It says free. So the, That's awesome. Look, Kevin, you, I think you're just making a joke, but one of the things from an ASO standpoint, you want to have veterinary in the, the title, whatever your main keyword is, like if it's drug calculator, think about that and using that. I know you have it in the subtitle. 
in there. You've worked with other apps in this medical space and sometimes go after exam prep too, because you end up running out of keywords, frankly, when you are going such niche. So vet calculator, not a lot of traffic for this. And so that's how you start thinking about it. You are number three for veterinary. So you want to throw that in the title, like Hannah said, and then you want to understand your users. I think what your screenshots are missing is like, I like the social proof of number one veterinary app, but at the same time, like you should understand your users. You should know what your users actually want and love about your app. So highlight those and make it big and bold. Right now you're trying to stuff and trying to be like, verbal diarrhea or whatever they're saying is, but like you're trying to say too much in such a small little space when all we need to know, like are three big things and that's pretty much it. And we can move on, just build that trust. And so if it's used by this many people or they've got good reviews, like throw that as social proof. And like Hannah said, we, we AB tested this with one of our bigger clients and we put like the number one blank, blank, blank app and we saw it improve, but into changing it from like release stress and feel calm. We just said the number one blank app, right? And we did it because we were ranking well for that keyword anyways. And so for you, instead of saying like drug calculator or, you know, categorized drugs, we just go with the number one binary app, categorized drugs, you know, calculate, blah, blah, blah. And then boom, you're done. The first three are going to be the most important. So, But beyond categorized drugs, for example, what are people trying to do with that? Why are people wanting to? Yeah. You know, and that I like to look at the reviews since you have good reviews. I like to look at the reviews to figure out what they are saying and then just repeat back what people are saying in my app. Too. So not really our tagline is calculate, learn, join in. Yeah. I don't like that tagline. It doesn't really explain much to me. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> calculate, learn, yeah. join in. There you go. Solve complex medical calculations. There you go. Done. That's better than calculate. Whatever. Put, put that know. literally as the top line of description in capital letters. Yep. yep. Yeah, people will get it. If you're a vet, you probably get that. So uh, mm -hmm. I like it. Okay, cool. Let's take a yeah. quick look at the app. And also, and I just want to add one last thing, which is at the top of the description here, it says five new calculators. And yeah. having that at the top of the description, no, like people who are reading this for the first time have no idea. So I would not have that kind of thing at the top of the description. You know, it's already right. in your what's new. You don't need it there twice. It could be your promo text. I don't know if this is the promo text that's showing up. So yeah, it's in the right, what's so new as well. Um, yeah. Okay. How are you on time, Anna? I've got all the time in the world. All right. Good. Thank you. All right. Any thoughts? This is the first screen that shows up. I am on iPhone 7 Plus. So yes, I'm trying to move, but this is my spare phone that I like to use for these tests. But just keep that in mind, Kevin, in case, you know, it's not showing up properly for you. But yeah. And are you still there? Uh, have I broken up again? Cool. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Is this the very first screen that comes up after downloading? Yes. Okay. So cool. So downloading the app and going straight into this makes me forget what app I've downloaded <laughs> immediately. Okay. You know, when if we think about that someone's downloading with no with in a rush with no time kind of principle, then someone will download the app, click on the icon on their phone. And then come into this and be like, I have no idea what this is. So for that first opening, 
for that first launch, we want to have some kind of nice onboarding where we're t- reminding people, first of all, what the app is. We don't necessarily need to have all of these different options here of email, you know, password, all of this. You can have a button that says sign up and have like a nicer onboarding initial launch screen um, up front. Great, obviously, that people can kind of one-click create an account here. Uh, I've just realized that this isn't an account creation page. This is a sign-in page. So as well as what I've just said, worse. this I is sign-in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so we should not ever, <laughs> we should not ever start with like a login because that's confusing for everyone because people are used to having sign-in for like create account first. And it's fine to have kind of a single sign-in option, which is login and sign up combined, uh, with which is based on mobile number or something. Um, or it could be on email address, single sign-in, which would check if there's already an account registered and then sign you in if there is an account or create an account if there isn't one. Um, but at very minimum, this should be the very first screen, <laughs> create your account, and then it should click yeah. through to login. Um, and that should be a know. quick enough change over. Go on. If you, I mean, I know you you have the sign in, but like, why do you have this create account, not have the Apple, Facebook, and stuff? I don't get it. And mm. I, yeah, I want to pull up Calm. I just did all their that. flows just to get a sense of what they look like recently. And I just like this. Look, save an account, create an account to save your progress. Like, you want to have some onboarding, Kevin. You want to remind users what the app is all about again. And then you know, I really like it's just continue with email, Facebook, Apple. Google there, create an account to save mm-hmm. your progress. There's a reason to create an account rather than what you currently have, Kev, is just create a free account today. So mm-hmm. this is what it is. Let's move on. Let's see what we can do within the app itself. I should probably upgrade my, upgrade my spare phone. Okay. I don't know what the monetization is. So let's figure this out. 600. Okay. I do have lots oh, of ideas on this. Okay. Um, All the tools you need in one convenient app. So that line does not tell me anything. Um, I do not want, know what those tools are. Um, this is like saying an all-in-one um, kind of thing. What we should have here in this title is the key, kind of key job to be done that someone has, like the key desired outcome. Like, what are they really trying to achieve here? So that could be, you know, solve complex calculations during your hectic day. Like, that would literally be a stronger title here. <laughs> um, and then, you know. Obviously here you've got seven days free trial and then it says subscribe now. So you're you're mentioning seven days free trial and then your button says subscribe now. So those are um, against each other because subscribing is where you're actually paying. So at the moment, that's going to be detracting from your performance by saying the word subscribe, which people do not perform well with. So if you even mm-hmm. change that button to say start your free trial, like that put which that if that was the only change you made on this, I guarantee that that would perform better. Um, but obviously there are some other things that we should be doing here. So our must have calculators and growing library of content are used by tens of thousands of veterinary professionals and students. You know, that's nice, that's social proofing, but I think that there's a shorter way of saying that. Um, on this paywall, we're not giving them any indication of what they get. Um, obviously it says calculate, learn, join in, but <laughs> Is that what they're trying to do? Like join in? What why what are they trying to join in? So like I would have some of the features here that they unlock. You know, Steve probably has a, a deck of really great paywalls that he can show you, but he but there's um 
you know, you could have a grid of this is what you get on the free version, this is what you get on the paid version, or you could have so many different things here, or even just a bullet pointed list of what those benefits are with a title that really talks about, you know, what is the action that we want them to do, and then just changing the button. You could do, you could make a big change with just copy changes on here, uh, and then change the button text to, you know, start a free trial or upgrade, or, you know, I think around start your trial is the best bet for that. It is. Yeah. yeah. We've seen start free trial. So one thing that I can do, Kevin, that will absolutely, if you do nothing else, agree with Hannah, start free trial. It will convert better. Number two, add a freaking yearly option. Monthly is just the worst in terms of lifetime value of a user. And that is the key metric that I look at. If you can get your lifetime value of a user up, you're just going to ultimately make more money. And lifetime user of a monthly mm -hmm. user is so bad. So bro, mm -hmm. sh here's a couple of things. I'm going to recap this for you, Kevin with what Hannah and I are going to both say the onboarding process, you want to have some screens before you hit them with the signup page. If you can not show the signup page and rather allow them like calm, allow me to X out. But then when I do actually pay you right here, you force me to sign in. That's a way better process because we have seen increasing conversions. If you show the paywall before you show the signup. So if I don't, if you really don't need my email and it's just a nice to have, then do it the way the calm. Well, if you must have it, do it the way calm does it. If you don't really need it then show me the paywall first, have an onboarding sequence and then show me the paywall first and then ask me to sign up. Trust me, it will increase the conversions Add the yearly and then look at my video, seven proven ways to increase your monetization and just copy everything that I say. Longer paywalls will perform better, especially for an app like this where, and especially for you, Kevin, because you like to say a lot of things. You can do a longer paywall and then you can say everything you want on that long paywall. But that video has mm -hmm. everything, all the examples too. Mm -hmm. All right. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speed through some of this stuff just to make sure we're good on time and I don't keep you forever. Love it. All right. <laughs> Round one, you did win. We need more votes, by the way. I know how many people are here. And we, it's just, nobody? Come on, Preston, how dare you? All right. Jeez. It was, it was All the right. suspense so you I built. <laughs> yeah, probably. Hold on, I want to get to some of the things, some of the questions too, as well. All right, I, I found it. G Gregory, uh, Greg, I'll just call you Greg. All right. Greg says, I have a bad paywall conversion, even with a seven day trial on my plans. Do you think a skip cross button on the paywall associated with the representation of the paywall? Okay. I have no idea. Good results. I have no idea what he's asking. Do you think a skip cross button on the paywall associated with the representation of the paywall at D7 can have good results? Greg, it's a lot. Anna, you know what he's saying? <laughs> she might have been frozen. Greg, I have no idea what you're asking. I think what you would try to test again, I if it's if you're just a brand new app, the I forget his first I forget his first name, but the adaptee founder, he came on and he said, I asked him, How would you launch a new app? And he said, I would launch as a hard paywall. And it was very telling because I was like, all right, I wasn't trying to lead you towards anything, but we actually have experience with our very own app where we do have a hard paywall and it's converting really, really high for us. And so if you're just starting out, you want to drive revenues just to make sure you're validating your app idea. And so just do a hard paywall and see what happens with that. I'd have to take a look, Greg, with your paywall to know more. So fill out that form at masters.com slash audit. Mm -hmm. All right. It says... 
I have a lot of apps prof. I think a lot of apps profit from subscriptions that people have forgotten they're paying for. Do you still send notifications to paying customers who haven't visited the app for a while? That's a great question. That is a really good question. Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, and yeah, a lot of companies do rely on that and conversations inside companies are about relying on that. Um, but I don't like to do, I, I mean, I do, don't like to, you know, have that as a big part of my game plan because those are customers that aren't trying to stay around really. Like they're not high value for me. And actually, just to zoom out a little bit from that, that is something that goes into our North Star metric calculation. Like our North Star metric shouldn't just be subscribers. Our North Star metric should be action, like cadence, action, revenue. So weekly active subscribers, for example. So within that, we should always be trying to make sure that our subscribers are staying active. But long story short, yes, I still notify people who aren't active. I would even notify them just before their subscription is going to be renewed um, because it also helps you look better. Like it helps you people put you in a better light rather than just getting another charge and then forgetting about you. So 100%, yeah. I'm going to disagree with you, Anna, a little bit. I do, I do think the North yeah. Star, especially if you're just starting going, is active, like subscription. That's all I care about. And what we've seen on our end too is like if you get people to pay, they're going to pay attention. And so one of our clients we work with, they have million dollar million downloads a month, and mm-hmm. he started adding the onboarding, the paywall during the onboarding process because there's a viability in the app and all that stuff. So they want free users to create content within the app because it's going to get more users. But he added the paywall in the onboarding process, and his north star, Hannah, was retention usage, right? But when they added the paywall, they saw an increase in revenue and they saw an increase in retention. So that is my North Star. It will always be my North Star. I don't, you know, I don't want to be like so brutal and say, I don't care if you use my app or not, if you already pay me. But I think the likelihood that you will use my app goes up if you pay me. Oh, look, I love that follow. I love this ASO Mm -hmm. tool. I use it all the time, but they don't make it difficult Mm -hmm. for me to pay them. So I never pay them. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. my usage is really high. I love using this mm-hmm. tool, but they give me all the free stuff that I need from them for free. So, you know, you, again, you're building a business. So make it a little bit to Hannah's point. If there's a balance between Hannah and I, it would be like, all right, you know, you've had enough usage now, Steve, you need to pay us a monthly fee and I'm happy to do it. Right. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I can, if I can get it for free, I will keep it for free too. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. And Farid says, do you have an example of painkiller apps, guys? Guys? <laughs> um, <laughs> there are loads of, I mean, Calm is a painkiller app. That's a great, that's, I mean, that's a great one. They really did so well on like the whole sleep angle. Um, they, they were, they were doing good, but then when they really zeroed in on sleep, that's when they really blew up. So you know, the whole area of sleep, like in any apps around sleep or Moshi, uh, Twilight, for example, that's an incredible painkiller app. You know, the, mm-hmm. there are there are very many. Um, Curia was a great painkiller app um, too. There are many vitamin apps um, which can, can be very effective, but they're not things often that people are looking for. They're things that you have to then re-educate people around, so... I love it. Yeah. Here's what I would say. Look, Fareed, the highest conversions of across all our clients have been in the mental health space. I 
I, you know, the apps that we are building and purchasing for our own company is around that space. I'm just going to be honest and transparent with you guys. And so you see calm headspace and the way I like to think about it, the more niche you can be like vet, right? Vet calculator, drug calculator, the better your conversions are going to be. So the way I find painkillers, if you think about sleep, like Hannah said, there's white noise, there's sleep sounds, there's uh, let me think of another one. There's brown noise. There's green noise. There's anxiety relief. You know, I like to st- blue light filter. I like to start down here because every single app that I work with generally starts up here. You're like, oh, what has the most traffic? Well, you know what? You're never going to beat white noise. You're never going to beat calm for or headspace for meditation. So what's another long tail keyword that has a score of at least 30 that I can focus on and then go mm-hmm. and go. So like, for example, sleep, sleep stories. Okay. 30, it hits the thing, but it, there's enough and let, let's go after that. And we've actually seen good success with some of these keywords by focusing on these ones down here while we're building up the, the downloads and all the, everything else. If we don't have a huge marketing budget, right? If we do go ahead, live up here. It's all good. If you don't, you got to live down there the time being and then put a stake hold then move up funnel because you can always move up funnel right mm-hmm. so that's how i would do it okay on that note another painkiller app sorry Anna, is in power and then Roz, i think Roz might be here but we're going to take a look at her app now i've already sat down for an hour with Roz, and i've given her all my feedback hannah so i'm gonna let you lead the show with this this is our first time developing an app and we don't know what we don't know. I welcome your input and our gaps. So it is a sort of like a moving meditation app. Okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, I mean, if we just compare the last app store title and subtitle with this one, you know, it's night and day. So in power, mindfulness, breathe, relieve stress, relax, focus. That's straight up keywords. Like, so that's obviously awesome enhance your well-being as your needs evolve so that to me is quite vague enhance your well-being as your needs evolve like is that the language i would wonder is that the language that customers are saying do i is that how i perceive it when i'm looking at this am i like my needs are evolving i don't i don't think that's language that customers will say increase self-awareness with each daily check-in choose a mindful routine that fits your busy schedule i'm sure that that one is language that works enjoy mindful moment movement supported by neuroscience so with all of these i would want to again look at what are the kind of key jobs that people are trying to achieve what are their key desired outcomes what are their key you know social outcomes things like this and frame all of these around there obviously this is awesome with you know the differentiation between the, the white and the blue so you can see that this is a screenshot um but again this could be too much text on each of these like you know to read we might even be able to have increased self-awareness and enhance your well-being like enhance your well-being strong as your needs evolve (laughs) so we might be able to just dive in and just focus on those top kind that that top phrase to make that stronger and more understandable like more comprehensible up front um yeah that's just from this section shall we go down a bit yeah, I mean the I'll add a couple of things. Oh, you I think else? You know, I, I think the other thing I would add is what is it like just lead with I think, you know, 
we did an A-B test at my old company that when I used to have a job, we was like online video production versus get video. What do you think, Juan, Anna? Online video production mm-hmm. versus get video. It was the call to action. Which one do you think, Juan? Get video. Get video, yeah. Stop being so clever. This is what I'm trying to say, Ross. Like, just go straight to it. Like, it's moving meditation, right? Mindful movement, fine. But like, I think when I, when people, if I say moving meditation, you kind of get it. It's like Tai Chi, right? Like, mm-hmm. I get it. Like, that feels meditative to me. So just lead with this. Yeah. Stop being so clever. Yeah. It's better to be clear versus clever. So be clear. And I think everything else you can do with it, but the first screenshot should mm-hmm. just be like moving meditation. I like mindful movement, but you A-B test that. I personally prefer moving meditation. You can do mindful movement. And look, there's enough meditation apps out there. Mm-hmm. There's the main reasons are relief, yeah, stress, I, sleep better. That's it. Like for the people who can't stay still and just breathe, this is something that gets you moving and makes you feel better. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ross yeah. says, well, I mean, well said. Uh, I couldn't say that better myself, but 100% in. in totally agree with that first screen like make it super clear what the product is on that first screen you know i don't just like enhance your well-being but that is not telling me what the product is yeah yeah so, we need to know what you are can you show we can- this i'd love it if i'd love it if you could just show the app store listing of an app called dusk which is a drinking and nightlife app because they okay. absolutely smashed the first three screens and I don't think anyone could ever tell me that this, they don't know what this app does from the first, even just from here, this, this top one. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. That's why Hannah keeps saying the first three screens are so important because that's what shows up in the search results. Big, bold, Kevin, Roz, bit for the free drink app, free drinks, follow up, done. You know, like that's it. I know exactly what the app does. To Hannah's point, you can go across the street and just talk to them and be like, well, what does this app do, do if you just saw mm-hmm. this screen, these shots? And I wouldn't know, yeah. Ross, sorry, what Empower does. Now, they are a nonprofit, and so yeah, we're trying to give them good feedback here, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's take a look at her app. Uh, and also happy for you to share with me anything that you'd like me to have a look at. Um, you know, you can find me on LinkedIn or anything and just send me anything over to if you want some feedback. But I'm also Hello, I'm also sure I'm also sure Steve will do an amazing job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is the first screen. Stress so again, effects are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want to read all of it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I have an observation. The audio, sorry, Hannah, for those just listening to the audio because it's going to be on the podcast. We just see a video right now explaining in power with stress effects. Yeah, you know, I don't think there's a way for me to play or skip or go back or anything. So, like, Mm -hmm. if you have all of this information to show, a quick way to do it would be to console, like, to break it down into three you know, three videos and have a swipe across or something like that if you need to show all of that so people can interact a little bit and decide what they're going to be watching. Um, Yeah, welcome to our community. 
yeah this is a lot of info to be asking just on one screen so stuff <laughs> so i'd be asking um i'd be asking just for like the for one thing up front like just name just like what shall we call you yeah you know, what shall we call well, you one at a time and then, absolutely not two yeah, one, like, at time, one at like, a time like guide people through you know yeah. so people feel like they're progressing Mm-hmm. Again, you know, I think they're going to try to get subscription. I would, I would, mm-hmm. if you don't need to do an account, don't do the account, but okay. I've already yeah. signed up for Like, this. I don't mind, I don't mind asking for email or things. Sorry, Hannah broke up. All of this I don't mind. Information. Sorry, Hannah. Huh? I was saying I just go for it. Screen and on the email with password, there was a lot of information, and that can overwhelm people. Like if there's so much text on there, they're just sometimes they'll just drop off until they have time to read it. So if that could just say, you know, terms and conditions apply (laughs) with a link, then I think that would streamline it a little bit. Um, I know you asked for like, what kind of person am I, like a parent or student, but maybe we should instead be asking like, what are you trying to achieve here uh, in that onboarding part of it so that we know a little bit. And also just by asking someone what they're trying to achieve, they automatically feel like that app is, that the product is personalized for you, even though it's not. (laughs) So we can, you know, that could be a good way to just get people to feel like it's personalized to you by you know you could keep the same checklist and just change the title into like i'm trying to relax i'm trying to sleep better you know what what are the things that you're struggling with at the moment and have a multiple selection there yeah i love it okay mm-hmm. yeah. Hello, Steve. any any feedback okay. on the paywall so much text um yeah. yeah there's a lot of text on there it doesn't need to be that much text you know this is you've got really nice, nice graphics throughout so there could be you know a centerpiece graphic here if you wanted um i mean i love that you've said obviously more dynamic mindfulness um create custom playlists support med- mindful generation but what are those what are those things like more dynamic mindfulness what does that me like add mindful movements so be very specific about what people are trying or what people are going to get here like what does that mean that they're adding mindful movements like you know i don't know what that means what am i paying for here so be very clear about that stuff create custom playlists design sessions like great but still i don't really know exactly what that means how do i make a playlist and then proceeds from your purchase supports the mindfulness D- dm Dynamic mindfulness in schools. D-mind. Yeah, I guess that's what that means. <laughs> but I don't know what that means. Yeah. D-mind. Um, yeah. There isn't a trial or any... Is there? There doesn't seem no, like there there's isn't. any kind of trial or anything. And then it doesn't... I don't think that the actual call to action is on this screen. So we should always make sure that the actual... Unless pressing on 59.99 is the button. Um, yes. But yeah. that is not clear to me if that is. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then 
I would have a button like and have that as an option select instead, like seven ninety nine, fifty nine ninety nine. Getting, you know that. you can con condense that to like cancel any time you know and and so on so and and make it just again a lot clearer about what people are going to actually get and achieve so that could be in a checklist that could be in a grid that or, I mean that could be in bullet points that could be in a grid table or so on yep I love it, I cool. love it. okay anything else Hannah you want to talk about with this app I, I mean, I would land here and just start browsing. So I'd click on Energize and see what would happen. I'd click around all of these things at the bottom and see what would happen. Um, it would be cool to have, you know, a just take a look section before that really long onboarding. Um, yeah. Because the onboarding is so long, but obviously that would take away from, you know, upfront sales. So, yeah. but these are cool. Are, I, I don't know if these are, just going to be the same graphic animated over and over again for two minutes um but i would if that if i was going to watch that then i wouldn't feel like i needed to watch the whole thing for two minutes with with many apps and workout apps and things like that they'll have an, some audio alongside it or like a countdown or mm. music so that you can like feel like you're kind of taking part in something as well um but yeah, I'm also interested that. to see. Yeah, I can't hear anything. Um, I'm also interested to see like how these cartoons perform versus if they were to use people, for example, like virtual videos. Um, yeah, that would that would be all. That's good. Sit or stand tall oh, with our feet wide after this sit. Oh, there was audio there. Yeah, maybe it's just the beginning. Must have just been the beginning one. Let's sit or stand tall with our feet wide and arms by our side for breath of joy. We'll begin with like a partial this. breath in as we lift our arms forward, a partial breath in as we bring our arms out to the side, and a partial breath in as we lift our arms overhead. Okay. You notice how it feels when you make the time for something. Oh, that's quite nice. Yeah, it, obviously it changes the experience if there's audio. Um, I love this. Oh, that's so nice. That's so delightful. I think this is an opportunity to get people to share your app. You know, I've been working mm -hmm. on this referral program for another client and we've got a lot of visuals now. And it's like, I looked at everybody, like who the biggest apps just see how to do programs. But I think this is a great opportunity, especially after I'm done. And I see that it's a great, that was a great finish. It's a great opportunity to be like, share this app, text somebody, share it on social media, mm -hmm. all that stuff. Calm does that really, really well. There mm -hmm. too. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I love, I, yeah, I love that moment of that little moment of delight at the end of that. That was really nice. That was really, really special. So. Kevin says we're pretty well known on and big on IG. All of our downloads are mainly from word of mouth. That's awesome. Man, I'm terrible at my job. Uh -huh. Kevin, that's not what we're here for. I think you've done a phenomenal job. We're just trying to help you improve it. That's never my goal to make you feel bad about anything. I think you've done a phenomenal job. And so keep at it. And I think, you know, we love 
I personally love Hannah, like seeing a vet pocket because uh, I can look at the data or well, we get downloads we're already big. So it's like these small things make a huge difference. Whereas in power, you know, they're just getting going. So it's like the downloads are not there. So there's a couple of variables and levers that I have to fix a couple of holes we have to fix versus like a vet pocket. If you're already getting downloads, the things that we just talked about, man, you're going to see volume. And he said, he's going to come back on and share the data. So can't wait to okay. get your email, Kevin, in the beginning. I think I missed, if I missed your question, please let me know because I see Joe and Kevin talking back and forth to each other. And I'm going to try to redeem myself and beat you in this next round of dad jokes. So Ken, oh, you're the guest. Damn. First, you want to go second? Um, I'll go second. Okay. I don't know if I said this one already, but I'll, I'll try it again. Okay. You <laughs> right. actually cut out too. <laughs> Why didn't four <laughs> ask out five? Why? Because four was too squared. <laughs> okay. 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 So what has five toes and isn't your foot? And is is not my foot. What? It's my foot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like it. S, if you thought my joke, I redeem myself. And H, if you thought Hannah's joke was better. Ross, I hope it's Ross, but welcome. Thank you. And you know, let us know what happens after that. And I don't know if you're asking. Kevin, I don't know if you're asking me questions. That's why I, I kind of think I'll skip over that stuff. Let's do paid. Okay. I love it. Let's see what the result. Anything I miss, Hannah, that you want to make sure we covered? I think that's everything. Just, I mean, the main kind of takeaways are make sure you talk to your customers, like document your learnings and experiment everywhere. So, yeah, I think we've got a HHS here. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was hoping for a couple more jokes. All right, let's have I, I put a poll, Twitter poll on there. I said, if you could only pick one at Marketing Channel, and they, they didn't let me put other. I picked ASO, Apple Search Ads, Facebook, TikTok, and other. If I could have done that, what would you say? If you could only pick one at Marketing Channel. Where are you? I'm here. You've disappeared from my screen. Oh, I just made you full of screen because I wanted you to have, I was like, Hannah, if you could pick only one app marketing channel, what channel would it be? Oh. Boom. Full screen. If I could you. only pick one. Thank you. Yeah. Hello. Um, if I could only pick one app marketing channel, I mean, you don't pick your channel. Your channel chooses you. Um, so I, that, that's a hard question, but I would probably say that my favorite is, I mean, the, the ones which are the most scalable, which I find the most success in are probably ads like Facebook ads and so on. But the ones that is my favorite is around community and referral and word of mouth. And when you can nail those things, like you've, you've saved the day really. Yeah. I love it. All right. There it is. Some people pick ASO, maybe just following my stuff too. I love it as well. All right. Once again, <laughs> it is, if you want to work with Hannah, her LinkedIn profile, along with her website, aperture.london, aperture.london is into your YouTube 
YouTube description along with your favorite podcast app as you you might be listening to this. So she's got a ton of experience with worked with over 200 plus apps. So go check her out and just connect with her on LinkedIn if you just want to say hi. You can do that using those links too. And if you want to learn more about her, again, it is aperture.london. If you're lazy, just click on the links that I've provided for you. We've done all the work for you as well. Anna, <laughs> you want to send the users, uh, the users, you want to send the fam anywhere else? Nowhere else. Just, you know, add me on LinkedIn. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for sticking around and taking me as your joke leader for the, the week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were all wrong. Kevin, you're uh, wrong. <laughs> Adrian, you're the only one who won. You got the uh, you're the only right answer. All right, everybody said it. These are all traitors. All right. <laughs> Thanks, team. Oh, isn't Hannah your competitor, Steve? I'm kind of frankly, but I don't, you know, I don't feel like anybody competes. We're all a happy family. That's the way I like to think about it. I'm here to learn with yeah. you guys. So whether we all do the same thing or not, I actually, frankly, Hannah, I love talking to people who have quote unquote my competitors because then we can really talk shop and we can dig into the, the weeds because we work with so many different clients. Whereas if I'm just talking to one mm -hmm. practitioner from one company, they know that one company very well. But when I talk to people mm -hmm. like Hannah, we talk yeah. about anything, everything all at once. So it's for you that I bring on mm -hmm. my competitors to the show. All right. Next week, we're going to talk yeah. all about app store optimization and the $7,500 framework that the, the next week's guest charges and she's going to show us the ASO framework that she uses. Really phenomenal guest. I already did the pre-interview. We've been doing some prep work to bring you the highest caliber of guests. Nice. So tune in every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific on California time. And if you're going to be in Vegas in February, I will be there. London, look out for some emails. So if you're not on the emails, make sure you join the App Masters email list. Once again, Hannah, thank you so much. Aperture.London. Hannah, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. Thank you, Steve. It was a pleasure as always. And thank you for watching and listening and everything. So see you soon. Tired of overpaying for app store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.